0: This week on Ants Talk.
1: Evan Luthera is an angel investor and serial entrepreneur. He is based in New Delhi, India, but travels the world often. Evan is a forward thinking, technology minded entrepreneur who started on his first digital endeavor at just 12 years old. He created a technology related news site where he gained 250,000 readers. He is also a successful app developer and has started various tech companies and has produced products that are used by millions of people. His career highlights are too long to mention and he is only 24. Alrighty, I'm going to just jump in and ask you some questions, okay, so I don't waste too much of your time. Perfect, Tommy. All righty. So, um, tell us when you, f- uh, your first endeavor was at 12, what gave you the confidence to do such a thing?
0: So it's, it's really an interesting story, right? I mean, I never did anything with the purpose or the goal of making money or wanted it, doing a business. It's always been that I was always doing what I loved and what I liked and I enjoyed. And that over time, I realized that if you do what you like, you usually excel at it. Yeah. And if you excel at something, you create value for others. And that's the number one way to success. You gotta create value for others. That should be your goal. Once you create value for others, money is a byproduct of creating value. Right? So I started when uh, my father was an also serial entrepreneur who was basically my idol. He basically uh, started a call center, and the call center didn't work out because he got scammed by the CEO he put in place. So he had to shut down the call center in three months. But I was 12. I, was going, it was, I had my summer vacation, so I was going to his office to chill with him, and there were all these 200 computers lying around. So I used to play with those computers in my free time,
1: and I started blogging about
0: them. Uh, but apparently, everybody on the internet liked that. They liked a 12 year old kid playing with two hundred computers, and <laughs> my blog became the most read blogging platform on LinkedIn's uh, platform, Pulse. It's I had a quarter of a million readers, and then Apple announced they were coming out with the App Store. So I didn't really know uh, how to make an app, and. This was time when, this time he was using blackberries.
1: Right, this is the age before. I apps. remember. I remember. <laughs> so uh, I, I personally wanted to make an app for my blog because I was showing my friend the blog on his phone and it
0: didn't load that well. So there was no mobile sites at that time too. So I said, let me build an app for my blog. But uh, nobody was going to pay me a hundred thousand dollars to invest in building the app. The same app I could build today in six hours took me to build six months at that time because so I spent all my time learning how to make that app. So the first, when I built the app, my blog, uh, was the first hundred apps in the world actually. Wow. On the iPhone. So I really got interested in building apps. Uh, and the next step was um, I, I, I wanted to build an app for many things. So I built an app for my school. I built an app for the place where I live. And eventually I built about 30 apps between 12 and 17 and sold my first company for a few million when I was uh, 17. Uh, I had millions of users for my app in that space, right? Between 12 to 17. But I was never really making any money. Uh, I, my apps were number one in different countries. In Australia, I built the app for the IC Cricket World Cup wow. in 2011. That was the number one app in Australia, in the uh, UK, in Bangladesh, Pakistan, first three days of launch. So, you know, I had all these users, but I was never doing it for money. But uh, then a big company made me an offer for one of my companies, and I decided to exit it. So I came into all this money uh, when I was 17, and from there on, I started like, one thing led to another, I started making a lot of investments, that went really well for me, and yeah, that was basically how I got started. But over this time, and even till today, the the number one key thing is I only do things I like, right? I, I don't like to be doing anything I do not like. I'm blessed, and I have the freedom and luxury today to be able to have that freedom. Like, if I don't wanna do something, I can
1: leave that and go do something else. But that was the process, yeah. That's amazing. I actually, um, when I watched the program on you, um, I did I did see your dad on the program. He really does seem like an amazing man and no wonder he's your idol. I can completely understand that. Um, another thing, I know that you spoke in Mumbai um, to a group of views regarding the journey and vision for the future. Is this something that's important to you? Uh, so
0: it's very important to me, definitely, uh, the, the future. Right? Like, my, my best quote is the best way to predict the future is to go build it. Right? So if you want to know what's happening, you should, you're the one actually going to build it. But uh, if your question is
1: how important is the vision in the future to me, it's, it's, you've got to have a very big vision. Well, especially See, with I mean, the youth also, I'm assuming, too.
0: hundred percent. If you're counting long term, if you don't have a long term vision, you cannot succeed. The problem with most of the youth today is they think very short term. Yeah. They want instant application. They want to have something right away. And I understand that. I'm also the same. I have very little patience. But at the same time, what I tell people, the best way to look at it is, you're going to work like you're going to live forever. But you're going to enjoy life. This is your last day. That's right. Right? That's the balance you're going to find. And all play or all work also makes Jack a dull voice. So balance is key. And you get that balance when you find something that you really enjoy doing. And at least for me, uh, I don't feel like I'm working a day in my life. I mean, I have 300 people who work for me full time. I have thousands more who work for me indirectly. But I never feel like a day in my life that I'm working. I'm always enjoying what I'm doing.
1: That's beautiful. Um, India is a very unique place with billions of people. What do you see the future of India to be like?
0: So, India is the fastest growing and largest economy in the world right now, right? right? There's no doubt about it. It's a billion people. It's a billion people that are open to you. China is also a billion people, but China is a locked away market. It's a tremendous country. You don't have the freedom to go and start your business there because the government owns most of the things. But in India, you have that freedom. You can come here and build a business and create value for people. So, 100%. Uh, if anybody wants to come in, come up to this market, for sure. Uh, I, I do see a lot of value
1: here. Uh, but again, it's the question is, how, like,
0: what is, like, I can't say it until I know the context, right? You cannot come to India and expect to get the best designers, because Indian people are not exposed to all of that, but you can come here and get a lot of labor for cheaper, so the question has to be in context, but yes, India is a big market, there's a lot of opportunity, and there's growing. there's a growing middle class that you can target, and it should work for most businesses and entrepreneurs to come out here and build something.
1: And obviously with people like you, I mean, there's still some youths out there probably that have got as, you know, as, are as intelligent as you and aspiring and all that sort of stuff. So there's probably a lot of youth there that are ready to come out and make their own mark on the world also, I would say.
0: Yes, 100%. I mean, out of a billion people, you'll definitely come across a few who have they're the hustle people. and the. bigger <laughs> I mean, like I said, not everybody's an entrepreneur. No. But, you know, a few every every once
1: in a while i um, may ask my ask what are some of the most exciting things you're working on at the moment
0: uh so i've involved in a lot of different businesses my main focus is my incubator startup studio what i told you about so we work with different non-tech entrepreneurs who come to us and we invest in them then i'm also very involved in the blockchain uh, space i got an honorary phd in blockchain i opened the world's first blockchain school in the dominican republic uh we opened a blockchain first blockchain experience center in india we opened we opened a one in uh, Zurich about a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago. We're three more in Africa, one in London. So you know that's a big 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 focus for me. Uh, I believe blockchain really is going to change the world because it's the first time uh, that people can have, we can have the power back. Blockchain is a technology, right? It comes and goes, but sure. you see new technologies coming all the time. But what's really interesting is. That now there's finally a way to give power back to the people. Uh, let me break it down for you, right? I mean, so do you know? Do you know about? I don't know how, what kind of users, uh, the people you have who are um, listening to this. But are these tech people? I don't want to go that deep into.
1: Um, oh, I, I, I've got. There's a big variance of of listeners, so I, I'm sure a lot would understand.
0: Okay, so yeah, so let me talk to you, talk to you why uh, blockchain interests me and why that's the way I want to. That's what I focus on. So, where was I? Yeah. So, like, you can ask me why I have so much faith in blockchain, and the reason is um, is very simple because it's it's not about the technology as much about the idea of decentralized, distributed system. If you look back 300 years ago, we needed banks and governments when people started doing business outside of the local uh, communities. As there was no trust between two parties involved, we needed to place trust in a centralized institution like a bank and a government. So if you want to do business in Australia with somebody in India, you probably have to go to a bank and government to assist you. And that's what we needed banks and governments. And this is three centuries ago. And what has happened over the last three centuries is that these institutions have become very powerful and corrupt. The biggest problem blockchain solves is getting power back to the people. We finally have a way to decentralize governance and ownership using technology. Let me explain to you how business works. In any business, there are three stakeholders involved. The users who want to get the best product for the cheapest price. The owners who want to make the most money by doing nothing. The management who needs to keep the owners happy and the users happy and is responsible for running the business. For a business to be really successful, the, the interests of the three stakeholders need to be aligned. When a user becomes the owner, and also for sporting rights the business to decide how the business is run, that's when the business can really achieve maximum growth. Tokenization is converting ownership of real world asset and businesses into easily exchangeable denominations through smart contracts. Let me break it down for you in detail. So let's say if you're in the market for a new car, like I already own three BMW cars, and let's say my friend owns two Audi cars. Like if there was a BMW token, I would buy that token, I would get a share of the success of the company, and also get to decide what new model they launch. Maybe it's a sedan, maybe it's an SUV. My friend on the other hand who has an Audi Tokens is more aligned to the success of the Audi company. So he would tell you to buy an Audi, while well, I would tell you to buy a BMW. So not only I'm just a user of the company anymore, but I'm also an owner, I have voting rights, and I share the success of the company. Businesses scale fastest when the users become aligned with the owners and management. Blockchain technology enables this. It's only a decade old, uh, another institution I've been out there for centuries. So it will take time before we see the change at a bigger scale.
1: Think of blockchain right now
0: like Formula One race car stuck in a New York rush hour traffic. Uh, but so that, I'm, I'm pretty involved in this space. I've been involved with in building a lot of companies. Uh, that's why I'm hoping all these centers around the world to tell people about blockchain. But yeah, I'm involved in a lot of different mobile apps, man. Uh, We launch the apps every day. The best way to see that is to go on my website, evanluther.com. It's not one company that I am involved in. It's always a bunch of new companies. And I'm also always looking at new companies to be involved in. So if anybody who's listening to this, um, you can always reach out to me on evanluther.com and I would love to look at the ideas. And if it's interesting, I'm always looking to invest.
1: We'll definitely take note of that. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that would be interested to give you their ideas, definitely. Um, also, uh, I was going to ask you, how does your day normally start?
0: Uh, so I, I do 120 flights every last three years on average, every year, right? So I'm travelling a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm usually not in the same place for more than two, three days. Uh, but it depends on where I am, what's in my mood. Uh, you know, if, if I, I, I usually don't care about the time I wake up. Sometimes I wake up at 5 a.m., sometimes I wake up at 2 p.m because yeah, I'm traveling so much, the time zones keep changing. Sure. So it doesn't really matter to me. I don't even have to answer to anybody. So it depends when I wake up. If it's in the afternoon, then I would probably go get something to eat, uh, check, check my WhatsApp, check my emails. I run most of my business on WhatsApp, right? I have groups with different people who work for me, and then I communicate with all of them on WhatsApp. So that's the, that's the way I work. Uh, wake up, get back to people who've been waiting for responses from me, go out maybe go take a walk get something to eat and then go from there so that's the that's the process is but it's every day is very unique it's never the same day again every every time
1: that sounds fantastic um so where would you like to see yourself in 10 years uh it's
0: so i have i have a five-year plan a 10-year plan a 50-year plan a 100-year plan
1: i love it so
0: (laughs) so you gotta have those all those plans uh Ten years—it's—it's about. It's, if you had asked me ten years ago where you, I would be today, I would have never been able to tell you. Because remember, I'm in the technology space, yeah. and technology grows exponentially. Like most businesses, grow five to twenty percent a year—that's linear growth. You grow that every year and you become successful after twenty years. But technology—you go from zero to hundred in less than three years. Exactly. So if you look all, ten years ago, the five biggest companies were all uh, oil companies. Now it's all technology, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, Google, Microsoft. So there's uh, there's not really a way to predict the future. I tell people the best way to predict the future is to go build it, right? So, but yeah, hopefully I'm I'm, I'm gonna gonna be in a much better position to build better companies, making a bigger impact on the world, creating more jobs, creating more influence. And that's why I I wanna keep doing what I'm doing right now, but at a better scale and a bigger level. Right, because I love what I do right now I love building companies uh, and I want to do that at a better scale because it will give me more um, more, more, uh, more progress in the long run that's where I see 10 years
1: Fantastic talk.
0: It's like Oprah, but not.
1: Um, And what advice would you offer others who would like to find such success as you have?
0: So I can give you three pieces of advice. Uh, the number one would be leverage. That's the biggest secret of success. You gotta learn how to leverage other people's time and other people's money to work for you. You only have 24 hours a day, but if you have 100 people who have 24 hours a day working for you, then you can really grow. Would you rather trade your hours for dollars or would you rather trade your ideas for millions? Right, so that's a very big key. You to leverage other people to work for you and that's how you grow. Second is persistence. You, you gotta keep going. You've got to keep going. It was never easy. If you don't make the first sale from the first 100 calls, make the 101st call, 200 calls, 300 calls. But persistence is very important when it comes to building something successful. I, I, I kept going for five years before I had my first success that I really took the uh measurement. But so you've got to keep going. And third is, like I said before, do what you love. Because if you're not happy doing what you are doing, then you're not going to be able to succeed. Right. And even if you did get success from that, it was only short-lived.
1: That's fantastic. That's great advice. Um, listen, could you also just one more time give us the name of your website? Because I know that you're a very busy man and you have to run. Um, yeah. yeah. If you could just drop the your website one more time for our listeners, just so they've got it.
0: So if anybody wants to reach me directly, I don't know, for speeches, for investment, they can reach out to me on annluthrer.com. That's E-V-A-N-L-U-T-H-R-A.com. And if you have a business idea or something, you can apply to a fund, an incubator, startupstudio.online. So S-T-A-R-T-U-P-S-T-U-D-I-O.online. So these are the two websites anybody can go to. But I mean, yeah, you can also follow me and DM me on Instagram. That's, that also works out pretty well.
1: And you have a very exciting Instagram to look at.
0: <laughs> well, if I can, uh, the way I look at it is it's, it's a way to give back to people. If I have, I don't know, $300,000, if 1% of those followers I can convert into being entrepreneurs, that's uh, what? 3,000 people. Yeah. If those 3,000 people have 100 people working for them, that's 300,000 jobs I've created.
1: Exactly. Right? I it's so, fantastic. So, um,
0: that, that's, that's, what I'm, that's the way I look at it. I want to be able to make it. Impact and give back to people. I want people to know that I came from nothing, and if you if you really want to get what you want, if you work for it, you can get it. That's yeah. all. It, that's,
1: that's all it. I really appreciate your time, Evan. Thank you so so much. I know that you're a very busy man, so I'm going to let you go. Um, and I hope to speak to you again sometime soon. And I'm sure the listeners are going to love it, and you'll probably be hearing from a lot of them. Thank
0: you. Appreciate it, man. Have a good day.
1: My pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Live, love, and talk.